The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's on this town tonight. Hey, welcome into the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join us on the show at any time. It, we are live today, live, Friday, Friday in studio. Demi Lachey, along with my right-hand man, Captain Kurt, <laughs> Captain Kurt Feldkeller. We need you to get you set your sights a little bit higher. A little higher? Yeah. yeah. Why, why is that? Yeah, if I'm your right-hand man, you you, <laughs> you got so much more than that. So much more? <laughs> well, excuse me. No, 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 no. That's a, that's a compliment. See, you're the young buck. Yeah, you, you are absolutely the young buck. <laughs> all with all the all the futures in front of you for now. Me. Oh, for yeah, now, for now, for now. <laughs> Captain Kurt. So I understand you were out late last night, um, Snapchatting <laughs> out messages at quarter to three. Is that right? Wow, Would that possibly Did that be right. That that. Would that possibly be right that you were actually out and about? I think somebody got the wrong number. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> somebody got the wrong number. I think number. somebody somebody had a late night last night. What make you say that? Well, besides the evidence of Snapchatting at two forty five a.m. <laughs> I mean, besides that, is that what you're saying? I probably you're looking, to go get you're a, looking hard right now. You're going. I probably okay, want to go get a what, white. What to exactly eat. Did, <laughs> did, did? How does he know this? How does he know? How do you know that? I know everything, Demery. <laughs> this is what comes with I age. I get a you bite gain, to eat. You gain a little wisdom, <laughs> and you understand experience. But I probably want to go get something so, to eat. So my question, a midnight is, snack. So what time did you get up this morning? Early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, early. Okay. So the sun was up. We know that the sun was up. It was around eight thirty. Eight thirty. When I opened my eyes. Okay. And you rolled out of bed. What about nine <laughs> thirty? Ben, is that is that how that rolled? Works? Yeah, definitely oh. rolled out. Literally rolled. Out. rolled. Did did, you, did a couple push ups and <laughs> were you celebrating? Were you celebrating Green Bay's win last night? I, in 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 theory, I was. I was very excited about that that <laughs> victory last night, and I felt you know if Aaron Rodgers couldn't do it on the plane, I'll do it for him. You know why not? I'll do it on Arizona's time. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. I well, I bet you he appreciates that for you stepping up and I, yeah. stepping in for <laughs> more than anything else. I, I hope so. Yo, we, we we got a good show ahead of us. Um, a great show. It's already off to a, to a great start. Oh yeah, so we're gonna have a full full house in here in a little bit. But uh, we definitely last night's game was yeah. game to remember for Aaron Rodgers. For the Green Bay Packers and them solidifying themselves right back into the NFC North you division, think so? I think so. I think this just woke them up. That that uh-huh. game last night, because they looked so flat. They were looking like Horrible three in a the row. First half, horrible. I, yeah, seventeen zero, being shut out, being down twenty nothing before they finally decided to pull their heads out. And yeah, I was literally watching the game like 
I think the Packers are done. They 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 have no answer. That first half, yeah, no. I, I I stopped watching the game. I was like, I don't want to watch a blowout. You know, it, yeah. it just got got that way. It got up twenty zero, and I was like. I, I don't want to watch this. I was completely with you. And being the diehard Packer fan. Of course. And I'm watching Clay Matthews, and I'm going, dude, he looks tired. He <laughs> looks tired or, or something. He just didn't bring energy either, which is just nobody was bringing any energy. Mm-hmm. The wide receivers continue to drop the ball. Yes. They can't, they can't seem to elude a mountain, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. They, they are – nobody's getting off the ball, and I can't believe – that uh, Jordy Nelson makes that big of a difference. I mean, granted, he can blow the top off any secondary, but I just don't, I just can't imagine that. Right. What do you think the problem is? The receivers can't get open, um, period. They, just they too struggle. Slow. Yeah. They, over the top speed. Uh, what's, what's my guy named Janice? Yeah, Jeff Janice. Jeff Janice is the fastest receiver, um, speed wise. If you're talking quickness, I mean, of course, Randall Cobb. Uh, Devontae Adams know how to get open, but they they struggle against the press for a long period of time. I mean, they they just don't have that over top end speed. Yeah. They can't stack the defender, stack a defensive back when it comes to it. Puts Aaron Rodgers in a difficult situation. I mean, he, this is what makes him so great is because these guys are not getting the separation that's needed, that's wanted by the quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers is literally have to put the ball on a pinpoint needle. But it, he does it, and I think that's what it is. They can't get separation from these defensive backs. And, and I don't want to talk about Detroit. I, oh, man, I can't wait to get on Detroit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you had these guys buried. Okay. They, they had no answer <laughs> for three quarters. It was no yeah. answer. Like, yeah. I was – Ford Field was rolling last yeah. night, you know, and – Defensive line was putting pressure nonstop by Rodgers. Throughout the whole game, they did a great job on that standpoint. Rodgers has gotten beat up bad the last three, four weeks. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's running for his life back there continually. He is. And as it turns out, I understand that's not the recipe for success with a franchise quarterback. No. Yeah. Not at all. Not not at all when you have to be on the run so much, when you have to uh, um, get away from your old line. It's kind of like a trust standpoint. Yeah, they you don't know? trust him, do they? <laughs> he, I don't Definitely. think he trusts them. I don't. I don't think he, he trusts anybody. He, he's right on the now. move right now. It, it's it's dangerous for a quarterback, but you wouldn't want that in any other hands besides Aaron Rodgers. What did it What did it tell you when McCarthy decides? Forget it. I'm yanking Cobb. I'm yanking or I'm I'm yanking. Uh, 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 God, he he yanked everybody, but he put in Janice and Abadaris mm-hmm. um, along with. Cobb. So we yanked Jones. Jones Jones can't seem to. No, he lost. He can't a step. separate. He from, lost a step. from a sixth grader. He lost a step, and I don't know if that's due to Oakland. I don't know if that's you know. I mean, obviously he's getting up there in his career and yeah. age, and yeah. had a ton of injuries these last like two three years under his belt. But he, he lost a couple of steps. Since, what happened since though? the since the Jones we've seen. Didn't he look you like know. the Jones that we knew in the first six oh, games? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He and looked, then all of a sudden, he, he's he got a little hitch in his get-along? Same deal with Randall Cobb. I mean, you can go down the list. Devontae Adams, last year, he he was so quick. and I think he runs terrible routes. Jones? Uh, but yes, Jones and Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams is really struggling from a route standpoint. <laughs> they just can't get open. They yeah. can't get separation. Uh, speed has a lot to do with it. So, um, 
Yeah. You, you, you gotta you gotta have speed. I mean, just on a consistent every every play um, situation, especially for the Packers. So the Packers, the Packers are what a game! Just, what a game! Detroit. Um, <laughs> I was excited. You know, we talked about him last week, yeah. talking about how Matt Stafford has really pulled him, pulled his weight and yep. shown up the last couple of weeks, and Calvin Johnson is still Megatron in it. Defense is stepping up, and they almost got themselves back into playoff contention. Now it's no more. Um, right. I believe they definitely eliminated themselves. Um, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Where where do we begin? Like, They must have gotten cocky in the locker room in the second at, at halftime because, as you said, <laughs> they were rolling. That first half, and, and shoot, even the first, uh, first drive of the second half. Yeah. You know, they marched the ball right on down. They had plenty going on. Just, I don't understand. Yeah, and it was literally a dominating performance in that first half. I mean, Aaron Rodgers could not stay in the pocket. He was taking, you know, extra shots here when he can get the ball out. Right. To shut out the Packers. I mean, come on. Like, where? how much more momentum do you need? You haven't shut out this team. <laughs> haven't beat this team in a one-season uh, one series in, what, 24 24- yeah, it's twenty four, twenty five years. Yeah, my goodness, isn't that amazing? <laughs> That's amazing. And then the way yeah, it you ended, haven't swept oh them in forever. Goodness, yeah. Detroit. Yeah, that's it, it. Was pitiful. It was. It was definitely a game of two halves. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Matt Stafford face said it all. Tossed up the hat at the end of the play. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers stating that you know that was the probably the greatest game he's been involved with since the Super Bowl, since winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, what a great moment for Aaron Rodgers to have. I mean, that that literally solidified another memory, another piece of his career. The miracle of Motown is what, is what they're calling it. And how about Rodgers, the other Rodgers? He had a big game even before the last catch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's about time. For him? Yeah. That's it's a big about, boy. That's a big guy. He's huge. He's huge. That's a big dude. We was watching the game last night. It's so funny. Like I was, I was at my mother's, and you know, she she tunes into football here and there, <laughs> and she was like literally surprised. She was like, "That is a big guy. How do they not see him <laughs> jump <Yeah>. in front?" <laughs> you know, but was that not the perfect? If you're a basketball player, that is screening out at its very best. Absolutely, kind of backing out from the basket. He was backing into the end zone and kept everybody behind him, right. with his big body, right. And, you know, he's probably the only guy I know that has a bigger butt than me. <laughs> and he just was out there, and he – it was awesome. The way he – you know, and not only was he fighting his own – the, the uh, Detroit Lions, but he was fighting his own his own teammates. Mm-hmm. And somehow they pulled it off. Maybe the Lions need to play basketball. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they just look like they just not, did not know – what to do, how to position themselves. They were all what? together behind the Green Bay guys. And why don't you have well, Calvin Johnson back there? True. Yeah. That, how that do you was, not have yeah. Calvin Johnson back there? <laughs> that, that is, to me, they made a lot of mistakes in that second half. It's like they got caught with their shorts down and had no idea what to do. Right. But at the same time, I, I can understand Detroit's standpoint. What was the chances of Aaron Rodgers launching? it into the end zone. Sitting, I mean, literally. It... Most from that far of a distance, you usually see you know probably end up the ball ends up right before the goal line or yeah the 10. five yards to ten yeah, yeah. It, this guy put it in the end zone behind the white line 
No he question. Awesome. That ball was in the air forever. It was a perfect Hail Mary yeah. on the run. Great trajectory. Everything was perfect. Stop for a moment to take a picture and let that <laughs> thing go. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen a more perfect Hail Mary. I've been through several practices where quarterbacks have not thrown a ball like that. That yeah. was like, that's what you dream of as a receiver. That's what you wish on a Hail Mary type of throw, which was crazy. I mean, I, I had to watch the replay over and over again. I'm just looking like, man, where where did this come from? Like, he just launched the ball. It's, it was just a perfect throw. It was a perfect standpoint. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We're going to take a quick break here. Uh, Demi Lachey, Kirk Fellakeller is in the studio live. We got tons you know, more coming up. Going to have a full house here soon. So listen to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, we'll discuss bucket list hunts with Tom Miranda of Matthews Territories Wild, an adventure bow hunter, plus Julie McQueen and Daniel Lee Martin with Brotherhood Outdoors. And our talking points will be North America's hunting opportunities that you should try at least once. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This is Frank Sanders, former player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Brimmer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back into the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is number to call in. Join us on the show. Demery Lachey. Kurt Feldkeller is in the building. You're just worried about me following you on Snapchat. I'm looking for you, and good. I have a. You just keep looking. I don't have an open door policy on my Snapchat. Well, that's too bad. You got to be official. Yeah. To be in this one. Turns out I know things. Is there something you need to tell me? I, w- I would love to know. Nope, can't tell you. <laughs> hey, hey, we're pretty lucky. Are we? You know, it's Friday, and of it's course. Beautification Studio Friday. And well, not in that movie. realm, in that realm, we had to do something to actually live up to that beautification Friday. So we brought in the one and only Fawn Chang. Fawn, hey. welcome to Kwame hey. Lasseter Sports Radio. Hello, and thank you for letting me be part of your beautification Friday. Hey, <laughs> you're the only reason it's beautiful in here now. So Fawn is, Fawn is a, a dear friend of mine that I've known for a while, and she is coming out with a book called Buddha and the Bombshell, which, as if we had a webcam in here, <laughs> you'd understand why I'm saying this. But she's Definitely. also a fashion consultant and 
an engineering guru, and she knows a lot of stuff, which is, she's, she is truly an oxymoron in life. And while she is a very beautiful woman, she actually has a much better heart than even her outer beauty. Hmm. So, oh, wow. Fawn, way, welcome again. And, and today, I'm excited because I've been a meditator for, gosh, three, four years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been practicing for that long. And, and I know the Kwame's now into it and everything. And and with this book coming out with Buddha in the bombshell, meditation is really kind of the cornerstone, isn't it, Vaughn? Yeah. It, you know, well, first of all, thank you so much. It's a good thing we're on radio or else you'd see me blush. But um, I'm glad <laughs> to be here to talk about meditation. Uh, yeah, it seems that over the last few years, meditation and mindfulness has really um, seen a rise in popularity. And no surprise, because it's an incredibly powerful tool for helping individuals and, in particular, athletes or sports-minded people focus. So not only can they improve their performance, they can also do things like manage anxiety or uh, manage fear, um, um, not beat themselves up after a play that wasn't quite so perfect. And so the tool can be used for a lot of different things. So it's really increasing in popularity. And I love it because it's, I've been a mindfulness practitioner for over two decades. And it's, and it's had an incredibly powerful effect in my life. And, and the way that it propels you forward even more so is great, not only for your perspective in the world, but also for your brain as well. So it's just good all around science. In wow. So, Demery, are you a meditator at all? No. So, is I'm gonna tell you straight up, I have no. I, I've seen guys do it. I've yeah. seen um, what's the young kid uh, Murray over at uh, University of Kentucky? He meditates mm-hmm. before every game, and yeah. he's coming from Canadian background. He's just a freshman, but he, they say he does it before every game. Yeah. Right. Um, I've seen individuals do it, but no, not myself. I've never mm. tried it. Um, you should. Now that you know, we have some experience in the building I would love to hear more about it Um, so how do you get yourself involved with something like that so you know the wonderful thing about meditation is that it is available for anyone you don't have to be a long time practitioner to uh, get benefit from the practice but like anything like sports it does take practice because here's the really interesting thing the more that your brain changes, the more that your mind changes. And the more that your mind changes, the more that your brain changes. And I'm focusing on the mind right now because it's the chemical activity, the neural activity that takes part that takes place in your brain that supports all of our mental activity, mm-hmm. which our mental activity is everything. That forms the basis of the way that we view the world and ourselves in the world, as well as our behavior mm-hmm. and the, the way that we interact with others. So when you focus, when you target neural activity, mm-hmm. meaning focus your mental activity on a certain thing, it just increases in capacity to do exactly that. Wow. So that's why visualization has become so popular. It's probably the most popular meditation uh, technique that's mm-hmm. used by athletes because you can visualize. And when you visualize and, you, and then you register that mental activity somatically into your body, you can then create kind of like muscle memory right. sort of thing. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah it, it's incredibly beneficial. Phil Jackson actually had the Lakers while he was coached there. That was part of their daily right. practice regimen is that he had everybody meditate, all of his players. Kobe is, is a huge one now who has continued to mm-hmm. to uh, extend his practice and things. So um, it's absolutely, uh, it, for me, 
you know, it it gives me clarity as I tend to, I, you know, I'm doing, I've got my hands in about, I don't know, 30 or 40 different bowls at a time. So I have yeah. to try to keep my head clear and, mm-hmm. and figure out what I want to do. And, and for me, it helps me manage a lot of stress and take out any anxiety regardless of, of where I am in, in any work projects. But one of the things that, that I follow as well is Fawn has a, a uh, periodically she gets a series going where every like Wednesday night was when I participated with her up at uh, Kiki's place and welcome Kwame Lasseter to our show. They know I was here. I was just listening. I'm just a great listen. listener. You are a good listener. You got to talk about meditation. It's, um, see, I was at the doctor. Let me tell you about meditation from where I stand. Fine, yeah. I, I apologize. Oh. I left the show in good hands though. Great, um, great hands. Go ahead. Great hands. I mean, great hands. <laughs> <laughs> these uh, these guys. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to the doctor to get medicine for my heart stuff, and I'm not consistent with medicine, so I don't take it. So yeah. what I do is meditate, and when I go to the doctor, my diagnosis is better. Right. But when I take the medicine, in my mind, I'm already saying I need this medicine. Mm-hmm. But. I meditate. I just go, I get with the universe mm-hmm. and right. line things up. Right. Mm-hmm. So I go there because for a lot of reasons that we can't talk about on the air, but <laughs> I got to get <laughs> Well, you know. That's now what, I'm curious. They have, well, they have drugs right, for that. Right, right. Not, you not, see them on the, golf commercials all the time. Not, not, the, not the blue and brown stuff. <laughs> <laughs> not those things. I hope I, it never comes to that. And, and somebody will get Performance me, enhancement all, right. all the way around. Oh, yeah. right? Whatever. Somebody just get me in the back of the head with a bat because it's over. No. But yeah, meditation is huge. Yeah. Huge. And a lot of people don't do it until they need it. Yes. And when they find out that, shoot, that should be one of the first things you do with a bottle of water totally. in the morning. I think, gosh, you just hit the nail on the head. That's and I what think I it's, it's um, meditation <laughs> is one, it can be preventative, but also it's like you don't practice the night before a game and expect to perform and have every shot hit, right? You start years in advance. And I'm sure mm. these guys can attest to that because after my third year, when I learned how powerful it was, when I learned what it was, I've seen every play I ever made after my third year. That's because amazing. I just I just yeah. see it happen, and everything was in slow motion, but me. And I used to think, and I, I'm, they might have heard this before. I'm like, I can't believe this quarterback's throwing the ball right here where I am. Don't he see me here? Yeah, I was mm-hmm. never there. I right. just saw I saw myself about to be there. Right. So that's that helped me a great deal. But it happened after my third year. It just it just didn't. It just don't happen until you start doing it consistently and believe. It. That it works for you. Exactly. Because sometimes you'll have a meditation session that doesn't feel like it's producing any benefit. And as a meditation practitioner, long-time practitioner, we call it on the cushion because you sit on a meditation cushion. So, Um, But so many times, much of the benefit that comes from meditation is off the cushion. So you're doing your work on the cushion, but it having it register from your mental again to back into your body is what then creates the benefit and you were asking earlier like how do you get started right. you probably don't realize that you were meditating before anyway I think I like when you started explaining it when you're saying visualizing before it happens yeah I've been doing that so much right but I didn't realize that you know what the impact it was really presenting until you mentioned meditating and how it, it really correlates with one another so and using it at the yeah. opportune time and doing right. focused activity with that visualization produces mm-hmm. even more powerful and deeply layered um, benefits. Mm-hmm. That's where the, uh, the deja vu comes in because you've already seen mm-hmm. it before. Mm-hmm. It's the deja vu. It's the dreams you've already mm-hmm. – see, the dreams you already 
it's about to happen or you already had them, you're just going through them again. Right. And that's the deja vu. And it starts with the meditation. Right, exactly. It's picturing and believing and feeling. It's all of those mm-hmm. things. It's seeing it, believing it, feeling it, and doing that with really targeted uh, focus and intent that grows. And right. again, like I said, it's it's like, you know, working out. It's like the more that you do it, the better that you get at it. And you mm-hmm. don't realize until after, was it maybe a, a certain period of time that you realize, wow, this is really working. It was after, yeah, after my third year. And I've, I've seen it before. My grandmother has this. She's she's all she always called and said, "Is everything okay?" But something would be wrong. But she didn't know. No one told her, and mm-hmm. she just. And my brother said, "This is just a coincidence." My brother always says, <laughs> "It's just a coincidence." But every time, <laughs> so after my third year, I started saying, right. "Maybe I got something my grandmother had." But but yeah. you know, you just just sitting your butt down and let that be the first thing you do instead of. You know, you know, you take a shower. You don't even have to take a shower first. Right. But you just sit on that floor on that cushion and right. just meditate. Start with five minutes because you go any longer than that, you're gonna think I, I, I should be moving around because everybody think they're in so much of a rush. Right. And, and you're not. When you talk about that uh, meditation, I think you know every show I got to bring up this guy, Stephen Curry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, good reason to bring him up. That's that deja vu right there. That's that meditation. But that's before and afterwards. You're making me close to not liking him anymore. You know what? You, you, I, I hear you what you're saying. Close. I hear what you're saying, but don't hate. I, I love hate. Steph Curry, but you way up. You like a Cowboys it. fan? Like I like the uh, Cowboys. No. I like football, but you're making me not want to watch. <laughs> well, then you, I'm gonna make you love to hate him. Then. That's what I'm gonna make you do. I want to make you love. You're hate killing him. his fan base. No, you're doing this. Me? You're one man. I'm his number one fan. <laughs> I got. The, I'm the one. I'm his number one fan. What are you talking but you're about? You're killing everybody. Him else. and Riley. So you have to be number. I'm number one. Riley too. His wife is three. I admit I've got a man crush on him. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm not, not afraid to too. say it. I, it's I, there, I'm not afraid to you, say you, it. You don't want me to have up. a crush You're on breaking him. this up. You don't. Are you jealous? <laughs> Look at, listen to Demery's jealous. He's saying I'm breaking him up. That's right. Well, you're just not getting any of that comfort time. Right, you need some cushion Steph time. There. Hey, exactly. you got to get the out of the cushion before you start talking like this. He's just in the way. I'm in the way, but I'm I know what you're talking about because this guy, Mark McMillan, he... Little Mark McMillan? Yeah, Midget Mark McMillan. Yeah. I don't know if Midget's the right word. Little person Mark McMillan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was he, five, six, five, seven? Uh, but he was a beast, though. Yeah, he was he a was beast. Tough. Now, he, he loves Alabama to death. I don't like Alabama because of him. <laughs> they won't shut up about him. Like, that's the right. best school? That's not the best school. That's the best cheating school. <laughs> so, you, saw, you saw the statistics. Yeah. These guys Did didn't show play. that? I didn't know. It's in my phone somewhere. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's terrible. They shouldn't. Terrible. It's horrible. They shouldn't okay, even be in <laughs> um, number two spot. Not at all. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But I know what you're saying. Don't hate on Don't hate. Try to make me, make but you Steph, hate Steph because. But he does meditate. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Meditation Steph, is powerful. You, hey, you, I go to, I travel just on meditation. I go to different worlds. No, I think, <laughs> you know, I, I, I really do think that the important point for, for athletes to understand is that it will slow things down for you. You know, when you start, when you're in the groove, and and every shot is going in, or every ball that comes in, you just it, you're hitting it, and you don't even feel it hit the bat, but it explodes. Right. I mean, that's you just that's know when you're gone. in. Yeah, you're in that zone, and that's what meditation takes you for for myself anyway. It takes me there, and it allows me to work through every all of my issues, whether it be business or whatever else I'm focusing on. It allows me to work on my my issues, and then have the solutions after I'm done. And I've all I've done is open up my mind and open up 
being mindful of of what's out there in the world and being aware of quote unquote coincidences because there are none. Everything set, sets up that way. So mm-hmm. for me, that's that's why meditation is really an important element, and it's it's kind of like it, it's it's like the. People who say, "Well, I'm, I'm going to pray about this now." D- don't wait until the problem's there. The problem is already there. The, the problem's already there. So <laughs> if you aren't consistent, they come and say, "I'm going to pray about it." You should have been praying. <laughs> exactly. You should have been, been praying all along. So you should be meditating all along, and the effects will come. But it it is a consistent effort that really has to be made. But you, you become addicted to it. At least I have. Yeah. Well, here's the, the plain science of what happens is there every every second, five to 50 neural neurons are firing in one second, five to 50. So that's a lot of mental activity yeah. that's going through our brains and in our minds. And meditation helps us quiet out the external activity and hone into what we're intending to bring about. So what it does is it kind of clears out the clutter and allows you just to come down to whatever it is that you're working on and whatever it is that you want to produce. And then with repeated effort, it starts to become just part of your natural habit. Exactly. Exactly. That's where we all need to get you to. You want a break? Um, yeah, we can. I hate to shut it down right now. Oh, we don't have to, though. We don't have to break. Yeah, bring phone I, mean, right I back came too. in late. I came in, I mean, I came in the conversation late. I was already in the building. Yeah. You, you are a little late, but spirit. that's all right. Yeah, you got some catching up to do, so we don't have to go to a break. Okay. I mean, if you're ready to roll. I'm ready to roll because so I was. You got I was, cup ready. Yeah, I got my, my cup of ambition. Uh, my cup of ambition. Here's my, here's, here's, I got another question. Um, how, what's a good healthy time of meditation time? Do you. Three in the morning. Is it like two hours? Is it 30 minutes? Is it five minutes? Like how? Oh, you talking about time how many to times, meditate? Yeah, how many times to meditate? How much how many time, time and how for how long? Oh. How many times a day? Good right. You know, is it? Yeah. yeah. So I think that it's that's a very personal question. For uh, some people, they just have a knack of being able to kind of quiet down the external noise. It's mm-hmm. not easy to do. Meditation isn't easy unless all of a sudden your heart is just into it. So for some of us, right. it was it was simple because we just naturally fell into that. But for others, mm-hmm. it can be a lot of work. And so for those, and, and a lot of people think you're supposed to shut down the mind from all thinking. And that's mm-hmm. not what we do either. We just focus on something. And mm-hmm. the more that we focus on either a mantra or a picture or letting go, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. the more that that starts to slow everything else down. And so I would say, like Kwame was saying, about five minutes is good for a beginner. And mm-hmm. the time to do it is really by asking yourself, when do you need it, or when do you have the time? So for most people, that's going to be first thing in the morning, before the mm-hmm. day gets crazy, right, right. or before an, a game, or before practice. Right. We in game every day, because we, we talk about a lot of stuff. Kurt, he might be the more experienced businessman at the table, but I think we all business people here. Um, and Kirk, oh, he won't, he won't slow down. I like, we we in a show and the phone ring. I said, damn, he forgot he was on the show. Yeah, but he, that business mind. So we always don't wait to meditate. Just start doing it now. So when you need it, you can pull it up. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When you when you say, okay, well I start tomorrow. That's mm-hmm. like you know we'll start everything tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's just like working out. If so, for me, right. we I, know that. I'm an idiot. I get up at 4.30. I go work out because I know if I don't go and do it right then and there, I'm not going to get her done. And so now my routine is I go work out, I come back, and part of my bringing myself down after my workout is then 
I sit in, and while most people sit on a cushion because of my terrible knees, I sit in my little camp chair that I haul off to her little classes. And she always laughs. You know, I, I'm coming in there with that little fold-out camp yeah. chair. So I can sit there and do my meditation and stuff. But, uh, but for me, it's, it's setting a routine. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm a really routine-oriented person. And I, and I think that that's why I'm able to get things done is because I, I kind of get everything scheduled and I've got a routine and I go through it. But it, for me, it, I meditate first thing. Right after I work out, before I do anything else, I'm going to spend a good 20 minutes, maybe 30, of getting my mind open. Right, because here's what's happening is because when you do this, and it, a ritual is very important. And the reason the ritual is important is because this is slipping into your subconscious mind. Again, it's creating Which more neural favorite. pathways yeah. so that you're naturally producing this without thinking. So mm-hmm. what happens, I, I, I tell people, tr- avoid, at least in the beginning, avoid meditating in bed. Because the more that you meditate, you're gonna, it's going to start to relax you, and eventually you're going to fall asleep. I st- I've been doing it for 20 years. I still fall asleep. Wow during sessions. So you don't want your subconscious mind to associate meditation time with sleepy time. So have it be a separate place and have it be as ritualized as possible because then what happens is the more consistently you do it, the more that when once you start the ritual, your subconscious mind kicks in and you start to relax mm-hmm. and your breathing automatically starts to slow down and you can quote unquote get there faster. If, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense at all. It's kind oh, of it like does. repeatedly practicing a, a play that you're going to be doing on the field. Like the more that you practice, the more your body just knows what to do. All right. right. It's the same sort of thing. So I would say five minutes out of bed, mm-hmm. um, at, at trying to do it at the same time every day. But of course, just, you know, sometimes if you're once at a stoplight. I meditate about an hour. Right? Exactly. It's a personal deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. it's what you need. I, that's why I said. Don't don't do it just to do it and see if you can do it. Just mm-hmm. start doing it. it. Five minutes is good. Five minutes may be long in the beginning. Just mm-hmm. yeah. two minutes, work your way to five yeah. minutes. In five minutes, you'll be like, wow, I'm still here after 15 minutes. So but, if if people have more questions and stuff, Fawn, how do they get in touch with you and how do they follow you being the uh, Buddha in the bombshell? <laughs> well, they can go to my website, fawn at fawnchang.com. I'm sorry, that's my email address. They can email me at fawn at fawnchang.com. Yeah. Fawn, fawn is at like, fawnchang. Mm-hmm. Fawn com. like a baby deer, F A W N. Chang is C H E N G. They can go to my website, like Fawn Chang. De- like a baby deer. That's what I say all the time. Fawn <laughs> like a baby Doesn't deer. Does look it's like a baby deer for God's sake? Fawn Chang. I've always thought that Fawn is, okay. is a little deer. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, like that, a, a deer. Bambi or something? Yeah, she's a little Bambi. She's got a little Bambi in her. We gotta um, see. Go so we forgot our publicist people, so we should have been taking pictures so we can start promoting. Oh, from we can here take them right now. Oh, oh, there's we there's our photographer. We can take them right now. Why not for Snapchat? That's right. For everyone to see. Everyone, yeah, everyone sees it when he gets up at four in the morning. I wake up every. I wake up every day. Been doing this since I was ten years old, and I think Christmas. I, I want to say Christmas started that because I, I mean well, we would get bikes and it was we didn't have assigned bikes. We's like whoever got down there first, you get to pick your bike. <laughs> so I would wake up at three in the morning every day. But since I was ten years old, and I still do that today. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's when when Demery asked the question, how long and when? Mm-hmm. I found in the middle of the night, which they call the witch hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> down in the middle of the night, is a good meditation for me. And then I usually go to the gym like Kurt. See if I haven't been to the gym in a while. 
I don't say I'm going to the gym and I'm doing upper body and lower body. Everybody think they have to go in there and do everything. No, that's what my five minutes come in. Mm-hmm. Let me just do my five minutes right mm-hmm. here of meditation. Right. And then my five minutes takes me to 10, 15. Then I'm meditating for 30 minutes. And I don't travel through places. Like I, I've, I, I'll probably share that. I'll share this on the air. I uh-huh. always think I've been somewhere else. And I, and I come back to that dream maybe a year later, yeah. pick right back mm-hmm. up where I was. Right. And yeah. it's quite a few places, too. But we can talk about that another time. And that's a really interesting uh, personal, like ex- spiritual experience that you have that I think also validates on a different level the meditation practice as well because you really feel, um, I don't know about you, but for me, it, it brings about feelings of like purpose in this life, you know, and, oh, yeah. and feeling like I belong here and I'm supposed to be doing this. And how powerful is my mind? Like when I focus on something, I can make that something happen. Like that's pretty amazing. See, this sounds crazy to people. You yeah. put something in front of you, uh, these most of the non-sayers, non-believers, but um, if you put something in front of you and you really want it to make it move without physically touching it, you can make it move, but you just don't believe you can do it. Right. So it becomes harder and harder the more you don't believe. Well, you believe something that you really, really wanted right. and it happened. Mm-hmm. So why? what's the difference between the two? Right. You just got to believe you can do it. You just want to use it when you need it instead of using it all the time. So it just happened for you. It's, it lines up for you. Right. It's the power of that intent. Yeah, that mind, that mental, that mind is, people don't use it. I mean, you, you look around, you do all this, you, you read a lot of literatures, and they talk about the heart and the mind. Mm-hmm. You could connect all the yep. two, connect them together. It works for you. In Buddhism, we call that heart-mind, which is really... I think they stole it from me. Yeah, I think they did, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, the Buddha I'm was channeling sure you when he was sitting yeah. under the Bodhi tree. Yeah, he, was, he went up to the mountain and, <laughs> and sat there and said... Oh, my goodness. What would Kwame say? Uh, yeah. yeah, Most people do that. <laughs> I, I always say that, too. What would Kwame say? Because God knows. Whatever's coming out, it's coming. So that's... Absolutely. I'm going to give me a call. Give me a call going. <laughs> No, I think that, you know, it's interesting when you start talking about uh, meditation and, and then the spirituality factor of it. And, you know, I, I've i shared some books and stuff with Kwame that mm. he uh, thinks I'm a little off off kilter at times. but Until uh, I read it. Until, yeah, <laughs> then he goes, wow, wow. all right, this yeah. makes sense. Okay. So, but I think that there is a real strong connection there between spirituality and preparing yourself to be a better person, benefactor to others as well meditation helps me get there mm-hmm. so because I'm not a very nice person as it turns out that's what they, everybody said they listen to my show and say who's this guy? why you got this guy on the show I say you know, we, we got history <laughs> I, I know you're I, I, yeah it's like I can't like I can't break up Denry wanted us to break, me and Steph to break up well, because you're taking away just his take a break. Time. Oh, take a break. Just take a break. I'm taking a break. break that guy's the greatest. Let, let, let other people love him, too. I think Jink. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that gets in the way. Everybody trying to love, love each other. That gets in the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's the 70s or 60s. It's a wildflower party or something like that. Uh-uh. Y'all stay. Keep your hands off, Steph. Exactly. <laughs> you guys are killing me. Not a- <laughs> Did y'all talk about the Green Bay game? Or y'all was uh We, we talked about, a little bit about my yeah, Packers. At fawnchain.com. Fawn yeah. at fawnchain.com. Did you Fawn, Are you doing any meditation classes right now or are you taking a break for the holidays? I'm taking a break for the holidays. Okay. I think I'll start up probably in January. You got packages? Um, yeah, I do well I do one on one meditation coaching for individuals that the nice thing about doing the one on one packages is that we focus on 
what you want to focus on. So, you know, there's so many things that we can meditate on in our lives. We can meditate on performance, athletic performance, or oh, okay. um, overcoming anxiety. <laughs> or managing. Your stage fright, we yeah, can help was, you yeah, with. Performance. I didn't go to the doctor. We're going to go back to that performance just, Yeah, I was just qual. playing on that. It's different medicine I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> see, she can help you with the medication. Maybe meditation would be better than the medication. But see, oh. <laughs> but see, I do know this. That placebo is something powerful. That's so something I, powerful. But I do know this. When I wasn't, I'm not consistent with medicine. I, I just can't take mm-hmm. 12, 15 pills a day. But it's supposed to be medicine that'll save your life, but if taken wrong, will kill you. That's the yeah. craziest, craziest thing. So when I don't take it, like I said earlier, when I don't take it, I feel better. And I go get an uh, exam. Yeah. Exams are better. Because I'm already thinking about the medicine right here. Just let right. this... Let this stuff drips into my body, yeah. right. and I'm good. Well, our brains use 20 to 25% of the glucose and oxygen in our blood. Uh, 25%. So I if you think you. about yeah. it, getting more science oxygen geek. to your brain. I know, I'm a science geek. <laughs> but getting more oxygen to your brain and to your heart is really beneficial to being healthy and well-being and meditation a lot you know our our breathing slows down we just get more oxygen to our muscles and to the parts of our body that need that needs it so meditation has so many um physical benefits i think you should consider a group meditation i think some serious some serious people though not in there just uh with their legs i could i could see us putting together meditation for athletes Mm. With yeah. with Fawn leading the charge on that thing, you know, Frank. I know that you're listening. You could really use it. Frank can use it. Yeah, yeah. Frank. Frank Sanders, you need too. help, my man. Dang, Frank. Help. <laughs> but but Dem- but Demery and I was talking about some uh, stuff the other day too. Yeah, well, we talk about it all yeah. the time. And Add you know, to the list. <laughs> yeah, we we you know with these kids today, mm. if they don't learn right now, right. Um, this is why a lot of these kids get in trouble because they can't take their mind from where everybody else wants them to be instead That's of where right. they should be. Yeah. So you get these kids at a young age, and most parents will understand it. Mm-hmm. Most parents, like, I need my kid in this program. Right. And it, it's difficult for kids because you got to. We got to watch the attention span because it's very short. Right. But that's a starting mm-hmm. point for them. Right. So. Well, the thinking mind is just naturally a critical mind. You need right? one for women. And I had to interrupt you right there, but you need a you need a meditation for women that too. That was rude. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, well, I'm that's a rude person. <laughs> I'm very rude. Everybody know that. I'm like Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could do, we could design all kinds of meditations, but that that's what I do with the one on one. Is you know, my clients can I have as many male clients as I do female clients, and they come. Everybody comes with a different focus. You know, some come because they just they want to improve their confidence, or maybe they're getting over some kind of um, difficult situation. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just want to relax uh, because they have a hard time sleeping, or they're yeah. managing work anxiety. Ooh, it's this. Uh, no, that's true. Powerful. Oh yeah, it is very. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, we, man, from Fontaine, you, you got me over here. You say Fontaine. Fontaine. Oh Fontaine. Oh Fontaine. Hey, easy. Oh, we gotta do. We gotta do. I'm about to take my shirt off. <laughs> Wave it like a helicopter. Wow. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. We'll take. We take. You guys haven't taken a break, have you? I need a break. We I took can one. Tell you that much yeah. right. We're well, we gonna take a break so Kirk can get on his phone for a second. And this is Kwame Lodge Sports Talk. Dermot Lache, Kirk Faircolor, and Fontaine. Unification channel. Fun at fonchain.com, right? That's it. And we're going to have a lot of programs coming your way soon, especially uh, for athletes, Kurt. I think so. I think we need to organize that. Kwamala Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Your 
internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This is Jerome Buda Daniels. You're listening to Kwame Lassa's Sports Talk with Damarie Lachey and Doug Bremer. They know about this sports thing. It is cold in here. Welcome back, Rumble Sports Talk 888-346-9144. We should have took a break so I can give you the number in case you want to talk to Fon Chang. Fon at FonChang.com. That is your uh we get you got any more ways they can reach you? Uh, the, uh you can find me on Facebook, Fon Chang A Z. C H E N G. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Fawn Chang AZ? Yep, Fawn Chang AZ. Fawn like okay. a baby deer, C H E N G. Like a baby deer. Like a baby deer. Like a baby deer. I'll tell you some cities you should go to, like right away Detroit. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> to Detroit. They're depressed. Might not, see her, might not see her again. Uh, what's true. my Philadelphia? Go see Jaleel Okafor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cleveland. All of Cleveland. <laughs> Everybody. And most of your family from Cleveland, right? Everybody in Cleveland, of course. <laughs> the Lachey family from Cleveland. The whole, the whole yes. Nice. Absolutely. Nice, nice, nice. Fawn at FawnChain.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Fawn AZ on Facebook. Fawn Chain AZ. Fawn right. Chain AZ, yeah. okay. Yeah, we got to get something going. We got to get something going. Kurt, what you got in your book? I got lots of stuff in my book. You know me. You want to run down it? You want to run through it? A little, we want to do a little big deal, no big deal? Real quick. All right. Because I still want to get some fun chain in. Oh, sure. No, absolutely. So, uh, Westbrook, it's his team now. Big deal or no big deal? <sighs> no big deal. No big deal? No. No big deal. It was his team last year. True. And um, what the... But Durant wasn't there. No, exactly. He wasn't there when... Durant is on a one-year... He's, he's on a one-year deal right now. Yeah. It's too much talk. I, I don't like when... It's not that we can control. I don't like when the athletes coming up on their last deal and everybody expected them to sign two years ago. So the deal seems like, oh, do you want to be here? Well, I want to get the maximum of my worth. This is this is the NBA where they. It's like baseball. This guy just got a seven year deal, two hundred something million dollars. How how is that possible? Where's his money coming from? So if I'm Westbrook, if I'm Durant, I'm gonna feel like this is my team just in case he's gone. I don't have that sudden change or sudden sudden mental change that 
damn, my guy's gone. So now I got to make sure it's my team. I'm going to have that attitude anyway. And Durant probably all in favor for him to say it's my team because Durant knows it's his team also. True. Well, I see it as a big deal because of those um, points that you just made. Because, you know, you got to get in transition. Kevin Durant will not be here. Watch you got to have the mindset. Um, you got to have, you know, because he, yeah, he could be in Washington. He could be anywhere else. Um, you can't just, you know, let it happen overnight. You got to literally set that, you know, mindset for Russell Westbrook. This is my team. This is my team now. I perform with, well with him, without him. I think it's a huge deal with yeah. Billy Donovan and what's going on with OKC and their future because, uh, you know, they're going to make a lot of moves to keep their name up in the West Coast and keep their names up in that upper region with or without Durant. You're, bo- you're both sounding like Durant is gone. Is he gone? Mm. I don't know. The, the Oklahoma City tried to do so much. They, I think they put his name in the rafters yeah. just to get him to stay. Yeah, that, they're trying was, too was, hard. Trying too hard. Yeah. I don't like being. Don't try too hard on me. Just be you and I love you as you. Don't exactly. do anything extra that you wouldn't do anyway. But Durant wasn't happy about that, especially when they he knocked was, him up in the news and yeah. talked bad about him. And then he won the MVP for you all. Yeah. Or, you know, for that fan base, for that region. He won the MVP. And then, you, and then the newspaper or the media was still knocking him in Oklahoma City. Because yeah. those are guys who it's can't do what he can do. That, that bothers me. It's time for me to go. Guys yeah. who can't do what you can't do. Always talk bad about what you're doing or not mm-hmm. doing. Well, as they always say, if you haven't put your hand in the dirt, you can't talk. Yeah, shut the, so. shut a couple words up. Yes, <laughs> yes. So the Broncos have come out and stated that they're committed to Peyton Manning. Big deal, no big deal. No big deal. That's a Hall of Famer. That's a Hall of Famer. You got to give. Now, we know Peyton Manning is done. I will, if, if, if I, I got sh- to show respect to a Hall of Famer. I'm going to do that because everything you put into this National Football League, I made so much money off you, NFL, Peyton Manning. I made so much money off you that I'm not going to just throw you away like that. I'm going to give you a chance to say, all right, I had enough. Uh, Brock Waller, is, uh, he's the guy. He is the guy. But it's hard to tell him. It's kind of like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. you got to go through that process because you got a Hall of Famer in front of you. Mm-hmm. The one who put his work in. What about, uh, wouldn't this be with the same thing that happened with Tom Brady? Yep, but Tom Brady don't have anybody behind him that's no, better he, than him. Well, no, this is when, when he, he came in. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah, with um, Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Yeah. But Bledsoe Drew Bledsoe got, was an all-pro the year before. He wasn't old. Was not old. He had several more years into mm-hmm. it. And Tom Brady takes over from being hurt. Yep. And he... Drew Bledsoe never sees the field again for the Patriots. <laughs> and then where'd he so, go? He went to the Jets. Or, no, where'd he go? He went somewhere. Yeah, he, he knows. Went, he went home. Yeah. Yeah, he, he pretty much packed <laughs> it in Brady after that. He Tom Brady him, won a Super Bowl. He sent point, him into early retirement. <laughs> Bledsoe wasn't a Hall of Famer, though. At the, he wasn't a Hall of Fame at that point. No. no we were just thinking he was, he was a good quarterback. He was right. an elite-level quarterback yeah, at that he time. But he was yeah. an All-Pro the year before. Right, right. So I think it is a big deal. You I think, so? I think Yeah, and I think, I think I'm sorry, but, but the NFL is a league of what have you done for me lately. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yep. And Brock Osweiler has demonstrated that he can carry the team and run the team the way they've intended to. Hasselbeck. Where Peyton, Meany, uh, Peyton Manning can't. Same thing with, with Hasselback mm-hmm. in, in, in Indianapolis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think right now Hasselback runs that off better, much better than Andrew Luck. It's the offensive coordinator fault. Well, there's communication challenges all the way around, and I do believe that as coaches or leaders in anything, you have to adapt to the talent around you. You don't just... 
you don't you don't just go no it's my way or the highway right. you have to be flexible you mm-hmm. have to be able to utilize and put people in the best chance for them to be successful I agree with you 100% I've seen a lot of that go the other way and destroy teams yeah I agree with you yeah absolutely jeez Fawn you wanted to say something I saw your head shaking Oh, I'm just I'm enjoying the debate. <laughs> <laughs> enjoying the debate. Okay, so Jimbo Fisher apparently did flirt with LSU, mm. but couldn't pull the money together. Is that a big deal or no big deal? Demery, not a big deal. It didn't happen. Um, but he was flirting, even, even with him flirting around with what well, LSU. But what if yeah. it happened? But what if it had happened? If would you oh, it would have been a huge left. deal. That's flirting. Flirting could be dangerous. No, flirting could be it dangerous didn't happen. unless it didn't you happen. got some sense. You got you got to know how to flirt. This is <laughs> speaking as a millennial. Right, right. Flirting right. is dangerous. On, Kurt, you always use that one, man. You gotta come with something like that's the sticker right there. That's, that's, that's the one. Yeah, it, it shuts you up every time. It does. You go, Damn, I can't. I can't battle that. Jimbo's flirting. He's that's that's dangerous. Cause what if the deal was right? What if everything lined up? He would have been gone. Yeah, he would have been gone. Now, Crazy. I gotta wonder: Are if you're you committed? Florida State? Yeah, if you committed here, are you committed to Florida State, or can somebody throw more money in your face and say, "Look, you having your best time when we're up"? Florida State is still a dominant team. What are you gonna do when we're down? Can you rebuild? Can you yeah. still recruit, or you wanna go where the hotbed is in California and recruit those guys? Recruit from there. Yeah, I think it's. You, I think it's a huge problem. Yeah. Huge, huge <clears throat> problem. I, I, I don't think you can ever let something like that out. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do that, which I think is stupid, you've got to. You, you can't let that become public. Let me exactly. Which is it's hard to do because. Well, yeah, it, everybody's it, gonna leak it, something. Somebody's gonna leak something because it's a story yeah. and it's some money involved with it. Uh, it's kind of like the two coaches we have. Life. Yeah, that's true. Same way in life. I, I, they'll sell their soul just to get a story or get some money. <laughs> Craziness. Um, it's like the two coaches we have here in the state for our college teams. They up and leave anytime they want to if the deal mm-hmm. is right. They don't care what kind of team they have. And they are good coaches. They are good coaches. They just leave, come and go as they please because somebody made them another offer. We got one down in uh, Tucson. He may visit, what is it, South Carolina or Arkansas somewhere? He visited them. I think he Today, wants to go back east. That's south. Yeah, but he wants to get out of here? the West here, yeah. Rich Rod has always been, you know, he's... What is it, Michigan, his, West Virginia? Mm-hmm. West Virginia he left West Virginia, right. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's a coal miner's daughter. Yeah, so son. I think he's out of there. He lives right there. Uh, so the uh, NFL is defending the call last night of face mask on Aaron Rodgers. That was not Ooh. face mask. Now, it was to, a, the, to oh. the letter of the law, to the letter of the law, I know... We're running out of time. Okay, I'll quickly say it's not a face mask. Yeah. If somebody swiped their hand across my face, I'm going to move my head in that direction. But if you saw that guy never grabbed the face he never, mask, he never grabbed and he, it. but he grabbed the jersey. But, true, but his fingers did go through the face mask and pull for an ever slight second. Illegal hands to the face? Could have been illegal hands to the face to the quarterback for right. sure. So either way, it's a personal foul and a 15-yard penalty. I think it was either way they could have called that. Right. But NFL standing behind it. And they're saying they, the call was justified. Because they don't want the referees to be wrong. Yeah, which I think is stupid because you, you just should have just said, I think we might have gotten a wrong caller today. Don't right. justify anything. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, <sighs> we have to get out of here. See, it goes by fast Friday. when you have a good time. Appreciate Fawn Chain. Fawn at FawnChain.com. Fawn Chain AZ on Facebook. That's right. 
yeah. we're gonna get some things started. Stay tuned because this should be back on the show. Mm, you gotta come back because we didn't. I didn't really get the full hour. Right. All right. Are, are, do you think your listeners fun. will be ready for an hour of meditation? Just yeah. silent, no talking? Oh, yeah, talking? this is yeah, our show. This is our show. We know what we want to do. It's <laughs> a silent yeah. show. Jeremy Lachey, <laughs> Kirk Del Keller. We are out. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Ah!